Hey guys, welcome to episode 58 of Just Another Knicks Fan, hosted by your host Jack F. Thank you guys, I appreciate it. You guys are far too kind, far too kind. And as we know, Derrick Rose is back on the Knicks. Glad to see that shit, you know, I just, I, I liked his thing with, with that he had on the Knicks. And um, the New York Knicks IG page, uh, I love the caption they had with uh, IQ and D Rose with the number four five. They used the Jay Z line from Encore. I'm gonna come back for four five eight to play games with you. And I ain't gonna say the rest because then it makes me look like I'm like some ill rapper. I'm really not, but that was some good caption game by the Knicks man and, and the Knicks PR page man. They do they're doing their thing on the gram. Whoever they hired, appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. That just made me more excited to watch the game. And um, it was just crazy because, like, last week, I was just mentioning how uh, I would like to see Dennis Smith Jr. get a chance, but uh, I guess we won't. But I'll take the – I'll trade Dennis Smith Jr. for d Rose. I'm cool with that. And I'm going to elaborate on his performance later on. But, uh, yeah, let's get let's get this really moving, man. Let's get this moving. And uh, – the Super Bowl was crazy. Super Bowl was crazy. Now I thought the Chiefs was going to win. Uh, 27-23, maybe 31-27, something close. I expected it to be a blowout either way. I was wrong, obviously. No, they say uh, never bet against uh, Tom Brady. I was about to say Tracy McGrady. But but Tom Brady did his thing. And so did the whole Buccaneers team, honestly. It was, they dominated all phases of the game. And, and if someone told me that uh, Mahomes wasn't going to score a touchdown, I'd be like, nah, you, you crazy. And I was disappointed in, in the game. I wanted to see a half-ball game. I didn't want to see a blowout either way. Uh, people say, like I said, don't bet against Brady, but I'm a Giants fan, and I bet against him twice. So uh, I know when to bet against him. And every single time the Giants play Brady, you know, we don't go out, we don't go out without a fight. You know, they actually robbed us of a game earlier this year, too. But with Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls, 10 years, you got to respect it. You got to respect it. Um, Pat Mahomes, I still think I was very impressed with what he did in the Super Bowl. Like, he was basically running for his life every single play, and somehow he still put the ball in the receiver's hands to catch and do something cool with it. Man, his receivers failed him. His line, his old line failed him. And that's why they really lost. And I knew after Kelsey dropped that pass on third and eight, I knew something wasn't it wasn't gonna you know end too good for the for the Chiefs. But Tom Brady, my boy came out to play. You know, I just I just gotta give Tom Brady his props. No, he, he deserves it. 43 years old. Man's had a chip on his shoulder against Bill Belichick. I still think Bill Belichick is, is, is probably the most, uh, the best coach in the NFL ever. And you got Tom Brady, the best quarterback in the NFL ever. But do I think Tom Brady gets lucky a lot? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. OD. I'm not going to do that. Whole laundry list because it's the basketball podcast, but I still got to 
you know, take time out and get Thomas that's due. He's 43, he had a chip on his shoulder. He wanted to prove something, he proved it convincingly at that. And I think the thing we could take away from Tom Brady is the fact that, you know, me and you, the guy across the street, we're all Tom Brady's, man. If we work hard enough and pursue what we want to pursue in life, we can get what we want out of it. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, LeBron James, like, they're talented, but they're also gifted. Like, certain things you just can't teach. Like, Patrick Mahomes got a rocket arm, bro. Like, he's damn near on the ground, throwing the ball 40 yards, and putting it right in the receiver's hands every single play. Put it, you know, it's like a movie because he's about to fall down. He throws the ball, the TV, you're looking at where the hell he's throwing the ball. You don't know yet because the camera hasn't gotten there yet. And as soon as the camera gets to where he's throwing the ball, it's right in the receiver's hands. That man got a rocket launcher for an arm, man. And he got some speedy speed, you know? Like, Pat Mahomes is nice. Like, I ain't, I ain't look at this game and lose any respect for Pat Mahomes. And he was pretty gracious after the loss. A lot of the Chiefs players were. So, it was just tough watching a blowout when you really wanted to see a, a real gritty Super Bowl grinded out game. You know, surprisingly, when usually Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl, it's a close game, but... This shit wasn't, to my surprise. And, and it's more surprising because this is probably one of the hardest teams you probably have to face. And like Pat Mahomes, yeah, his whole line was out, man, but that shit was brutal. It just shows you what a team, what a pass rush could do to an offense like the Chiefs, bro. I mean, I've seen it firsthand because I'm a Giants fan, and we went up supposedly against the best team in NFL history when they're 18-0. You know, we held them to 14 points. So this is definitely possible, man. Defense definitely do win championships. And Tom Brady, you know, shout outs to you, dog. Salute. Pat Mahomes, just keep going, bro. Ain't no need to stop. Ain't no need to hold your head down on, dog. You play with hard. You play till the end. So props to you, bro. Props to you too, Pat Mahomes. Mr. $500 million man, a.k.a. get the Patrick discount. No, don't worry about you, Ryan. Worry about you. I ain't worried about Brady. Y'all, y'all in good hands. Y'all on some State Farm shit. Even though y'all might be sponsored by State Farm, but I had to think about it. It's like the Under Armour athletes. They're sort of like Steph Curry. Like Steph Curry had to earn that. I'm not saying LeBron Jordan didn't earn what they did, but it's harder to be a LeBron James. It's harder to be a Jordan. It's harder to be a Shaquille O'Neal. It's harder to be a Patrick Mahomes. It's harder to be a Aaron Donald. But if you work your eyes hard enough, you could be a Tom Brady. You could be a Steph Curry. Like me and you got a better chance of being Tom Brady, with all due respect to Tom Brady, than Patrick Mahomes. Me and you got a better chance of being Steph Curry, with all due respect to Steph Curry, than we do LeBron James. If that's the point I'm trying to get across. Like, Whatever you want in life, man, it's definitely possible, man. You can make shit happen. And that's just my, the best way I could, I guess, express what I'm trying to say. But back to the Knicks. Back to the Knicks. We played a great game against the Blazers. I thought we would be undefeated in afternoon games. 
because we seem invisible in afternoon games. And it was trending that way against the Blazers. Great game by the Knicks, by everybody. And then against the Heat, uh, this is just, you just laid an egg, man. In the end of that game in the garden, I was surprised we lost that one. I didn't like the fact that RJ Barrett was, was benched in the fourth quarter. But we just have a hard time finding a key, finding a hard way to score down the stretch. It's probably the most frustrating part because we'll play a great 44, 45, 46, even 47 minutes, but we just have a hard time closing out the games. That's getting me tight because we're playing hard, we're playing with effort, and it's just not getting the results, you know. It's different from how it was in the years past because it would just be brutal to watch sometimes. It's brutal to watch the games. They're not really competing. They'll compete some nights. But this year is just different, man. Playing hard. So many winnable games that we're not winning. And But the hardest there, the effort is there. And I was surprised and happy when we got Derrick Rose. And tonight, we had a great debut. Came out, came out the gate swinging. Came out of in attack mode, he was with it. Exactly what he was on. He was like, just came out, you know, gave the first punch out to where I was on the court. Made Obi look nice. You know, made some open shots, made some open threes. And he was playing with the flow of the game, and you could tell he was trying to get everybody involved. And the offense was flowing when he was in the game. And for some reason, We'll play a good three quarters, even like against the Jazz. We had a good three quarters. And the fourth quarter is just against the other team, buck us down, and we don't know what to do. And I'm hoping with Derrick Rose, we have in the fold, and we have another player that they got to respect down the stretch. And I feel like they're really key in on Randall, and sometimes even RJ Barrett, and it just leaves us. I guess way too predictable to, uh, I guess, you know, get our offense going down down the stretch of a game. And I think with Derrick Rose, that's why I was surprised tonight and tonight's heartbreaking loss. I was surprised we didn't have him in the last couple of minutes, but that's why I listened to Tibbs in the post game and he was like, hey, I didn't want to throw him into the fire. He just got here. So I understand that. It makes sense. And... You know, even when Devo was not in the game, we still had a chance to to, to win and tie the game. And I, like I said, everybody I feel like played great today outside of Julius Randle. But uh, you know, he played hard too. I just I just wish he made a couple shots. Like look at Tyler Hero. You know, he didn't have it going all night. You know, but he kept shooting, and we knew eventually those shots was gonna drop. And we just hoping the same thing sort of happened for Julius Randle. But but it wasn't the case. And even with him Winston, we still had a chance to tie the game. And I was glad that Tibbs went to RJ Barrett down the stretch. I was happy to see that. Even though he missed that layup, it was hurt. It hurt. But I was glad he went to RJ Barrett because RJ Barrett is a big piece moving forward. We need him to feel involved as much as we can. And that's why I'm, I'm sort of confused that Tibbs... I feel like he's icing out RJ Barrett at times. I feel like RJ Barrett had no flow in the last game. And even in this game, he was playing pretty chill. Third quarter, he was doing his thing. And then next thing you know, he's not playing. And it's confusing because 
Tibbs, you know, he, he rides the high hand. If you got if you got it going, he lets you go. And for some reason, you know, I feel like RJ had it going. He was like, nah, it's cool. You sit down real quick. But at least he put him back in, and I like the way he played. And I just wish he made that layup. It would have been good for him, good for his confidence, and good for the team. The game would have went to overtime. And I wonder how that would have turned out. You know, I felt like it was some bad officiating tonight. I really didn't think the officiating. But even though the officiating was bad, you know, we still still to pull this game out. We still had opportunity to pull this game out. So we really got nobody but ourselves to blame. You know, I feel like we fouled too much. But we competed. And I just like this brand of basketball. It just reminds me of why I sort of fell in love with the NBA, man. It was real gritty, gritty basketball. Like the game today with the Knicks and Heat is how I expected the Super Bowl to be. Real grinded out. Every play every play counts. Passion in every play. A game of runs. I got it all tonight. And just didn't get the W. That's the only thing I didn't get. But it was great to see RJ take that shot, even though he missed it. I feel like he could learn in that situation. I felt like he should have cleared Jimmy Butler. Basically, I guess, you know, put a shoulder into him to make sure there's no way he could block the shot. I feel like RJ went to the basket. And in the back of his mind, I felt like, he knew Jimmy was trailing him, and that's why he probably put the ball up a little higher. But uh, I feel like, and he's good at doing that, just making sure when he gets by the person, you know, he just leaves him to the side so they can't block his shot. So I was surprised he didn't do that in this situation. But either way, it was a great play by Tibbs. I was worried he might go to Randall, not because Randall's a bad player, or I just didn't want to see Randall get double teamed and make a bad pass. I don't think that would have been the ideal situation in that situation. And moving forward, I like to, I would like to see Derrick Rose in the game. Just that way they could really, so no one could really get double team. Like you want to double team Randall high, you got Derrick Rose going to the basket. You want to double team Derrick Rose high, you got Randall wide open. You know we need options going down the stretch. And um, yeah, you know we had a hard, we've been having a hard fourth quarters. You put up 80 points in three quarters and then can't buy a basket in the fourth. And that's probably the most frustrating thing to watch as a Knicks fan. It's just the lack of production in the fourth quarter when the game gets tight. And I also feel like sometimes they just get away from what they was doing when it was working. But we got to keep trying. got to keep trying. Can't just give up, you know. That's my team. I'm going to rock with them. And I'm going to see. I feel bad for Austin Rivers as well. I felt I liked his energy when he came to New York. He had the right mindset. He had the right New York mindset. He won us a couple of games, such as the one against the Jazz. Had a great half against the Jazz. And next time we played him, you know, he had the right energy, the right mindset to be in New York. But now we got Derrick Rose, who got quickly, who quickly arised. And, you know, it seems like he's the odd man out. You know, it seems as if Tibbs, you know, has a lot of faith in Peyton. And Peyton, to his, to his credit, bro, he rolled out today. He did what he was supposed to do. And he also actually kept us in the game in the fourth quarter. So I feel bad for eight rivers. Because I, I, just, I just like his mindset as a New Yorker. 
as a New York Knicks and then Reggie Bullock I feel like what Reggie Bullock is doing if we could get if we could get Kevin Knox to do that somehow I think I think that would be amazing like Reggie Bullock if Kevin Knox could do what Reggie Bullock is doing he has a place in this league and he has a place in this roster but it's just unfortunate because I'm not there for the practices I'm not there in the meetings I don't know what's going on because I want to see what Kevin Knox got left. I mean, he's only 20, 21, so he probably has a lot in the tank. We're just not seeing it right now. So, but Kevin Knox, could, he should be able to be a better version of Reggie Bullock. And that's all due respect to Reggie Bullock. Because Reggie Bullock makes threes, makes floaters, plays on the floor of the game. You know, I, I think Kevin Knox has the potential to, to, to go up another notch. Or will he get the opportunity? I don't know, but I would like to see it. But also, I also like to see Obi Toppin get more of a playing time as well. So it's a lot going on. It's a lot to figure out in this season for the Knicks. These are actually good problems to have. You know, I never thought there's a, a abundance of players to worry about and, and them getting their playing time. Usually it's just like, just play him and play him and play him. But now we're like, damn, should we play him? Or should we play him? Or should we play him? Yeah, we know how to win no championship. Oh, but we got some players to work with who could probably help us win a championship in the future. You know, we 11 and 15 right now. And I'm assuming we got Derrick Rose to make a playoff push. So since we got Derrick Rose to make a playoff push, I'm gonna say we're gonna be in the sixth seed. Fuck it. And we're gonna be we're 11 and 15 right now. We're gonna be 38 and 34 to end the season. So basically, I'm saying we're gonna be 27 and 19 moving forward. Man, that's pretty gutsy. That's pretty gutsy to think that the Knicks are gonna be 27 and 19 moving forward. Yes, yes. The Knicks will be 27 and 19 to close out the regular season. So basically, we'll be 38 and 34. Give us a six seed. We'll be all right. It's definitely possible if you could get our shit together on the offensive end because our defense is tremendous. So we could just somehow get our act together offensively in the fourth quarter. I could see ourselves going 27 and 19 to close out the season. And then being 38 and 34 and somehow being a sixth seed. I, could, I didn't see this as a possibility in the beginning of the season. But I could sort of see it happening now. And, you know, basically if everybody stays healthy, meaning RJ, Julius Randle, Quickly, Mitch Robb, and obviously D. Rose, and a couple of other pieces. Like Nerdless the World did his thing tonight. He'll be playing like 15 minutes. And he'd be having like eight blocks and shit. So, yeah, that's my expectations moving forward for the rest of the season. Knicks being 38 and 34, 60. And if they make it to the playoffs, let's just see what happens. It's, it's open season at that point. You know, because I'm pretty sure if we make it to the playoffs, don't nobody want to see us, man. Not because, like, we're like a deadly team, but we play defense. It's going to be a, a hard time. 
scoring against us. It's going to be a hard, a hard out. It's not going to be easy. You're not going to just roll over. I know we've shown the grit and passion throughout the first 26 games, and I don't expect that to stop. So those are my expectations, and I'm hyped that D-Rose is back in the garden. You know, I saw him play against the Pacers with Nick Smello, against Paul George and the Pacers. Lit-ass game. We won 87-81. I was happy. It was a snowstorm. So I just can't wait for when the fans get allowed back in the garden because that shit would be rocking right now if the fans was back in the arena. And I'm pretty sure that will get us some more W's with with the fans back in the back in the stands, yo. That's a big fact. Like, I feel the energy through the TV, so I can only imagine what would happen if there were fans in the stands. But we're working our way there. We're working our way there. And, you know, I talked a lot of shit about Draymond last week, or rightfully so, but I was happy he, he was proving me wrong in terms of his stat sheet. You know, Mans ended up with a triple-double that game against the Mavs, and then he ended up with a, a two-point level rebound, 15 assists. Even though those 15 assists, I feel like, is empty stats, but uh helps me out fantasy-wise, so I'm not going to say too much about that. But that shot... That he fucking bricked against against the Spurs. That shit was hilarious. And um that shit was you know, but like he called it a smart play because he was trying to draw the foul because Danny White stuck his hand in. I think it was stupid. Only because I don't think he would have made all three free throws, number one. Number two, this is a risky gutsy play because they're probably not going to give you three free throws anyways. They're probably going to give you that KD swipe through shit. So the KD swipe through shit is going to net you two free throws anyways. I just think it was a bad play with good intentions. But it wasn't a dumb play. It wasn't a smart play. You just had good intentions. And it just went brutally bad. That's exactly what happened. There was nothing really smart about it. The only one who gets away with some shit like that is going to be Steph Curry or Klay Thompson. So... You can't do some shit like that, but I'm not mad at him from trying to play it off and saying it was a smart play. You know, I probably would say some shit like that too. I just think it was good intentions, but I just didn't turn out good at all. And you know, the whole we all know the social media is gonna have a feel like with that. So we did. I don't wanna hold too much up on it, but I am glad that Draymond stepping up his stepping up his game and helping me in my fantasy leagues. And 11 rebounds and 15 assists, I was like, thank you, man. Like, I feel like maybe I gotta talk more shit about Dream Wanna step his game up. I know he'll he'll I know he'll hear none of this, but I'm glad it's working. I'm glad it's working, man. But overall, that was a tough loss that we had tonight, but I'm just glad at at the at the way the Knicks competed. You know, I just wish Julius Randle made a couple of more shots, he probably would have won this game. But it happens. It happens. And um, fucking Kelly and Nate Olenek. Like, yo, this shit crazy. What the fuck is that noise, yo? But uh, my bad about that. But Kelly Olenek, like, we lose. Look at the way the Knicks lose, man. We had Patrick Peterson beat us. We got Kelly Olenek because, like, we do the right things. Like, we let the people who are not supposed to take the shots take the shots. But they didn't make the shots, man. It's like... Oh, that's why they're in the NBA, because they make these shots.
but you don't want Kawhi shooting it or Paul George shooting it or Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero. But Kelly Lynx like, nah, I got y'all, yo. I've been, a, I've been in a slump all year. I've been in a slump all year. But now I'm going to make some shots. I always feel like that's just a Knicks luck, yo. I should be frustrated. But hopefully, like with all that being said, we got to improve our offensive execution in the fourth quarter. And if we could improve upon that, you know, uh, things will be looking up and up and bright. So hopefully, you know, Derrick Rose, we can help provide that. Be that other option down the stretch along with RJ and um, Julius Randle and make things easier, provide more space and more creativity and make things less predictable for the defense to clamp up on the Knicks down the stretch. But like I said, tonight, it was a great play ran by Thibodeau. Shot just didn't go, and you just got to live with that. There's been so many games where the Knicks don't even get a shot off. So to get a shot off at the rim and a good one at that, I'll take that. So that's all I got for this week, man. Hopefully the Knicks get this shit together. Happy Valentine's Day out there to all you lovebirds. And uh, I'm going to get up out of here. I'll be good. Episode 58, your boy Jack F. Pow, pow.